Welcome to Stance for Health podcast with Dr. Rod and Karen Wirth, where becoming healthy is not complicated. Control your health by focusing on six areas of life that we teach you so you finally have the energy you want, have to do what you want instead of being a victim of your age. I have over 20 years experience working as a chiropractor and Karen is a author, speaker, and longevity coach. We've seen how a tiny change in your habits today can open up your life to a powerful future. Start today and take your stance for health. Welcome to Stance for Health. I have the honor of being here with Dr. Rodney from Stance Chiropractic. I am Karen Sebastian Worth. And today we're going to talk about something that is very connected to longevity. And it's a new term. It's been around a while. We're all heard of inflammation, but this is called inflammaging because the effects of inflammation really do age us. Can you clarify that a little bit better, Dr. Rodney, please? What do we think of when we think of inflammation, most of us? We think of pain. We think of something that happens after an injury, right? It's Those are both true. And a lot of us wonder sometimes, well, what's the, what's the goal behind inflammation? Well, it's terrible. We should, we need to take as our culture says, take as many over-the-counter meds that are anti-inflammatory because it seems to equate the level of inflammation is pain. Yeah. When I think of when I think of pain, I, I think of the immediacy of the injury, but I also think of the lingering pain that I have in places where I remember getting injured. Yes, that the difference between when it becomes chronic. And we have a whole podcast around inflammation, and we'll put that link in the show notes. The thing that I think we have to come to grips with is that inflammation is a good thing when there is an immediate injury. Right, because your body's really vulnerable at that time because you have less tensile strength in the joint that's been involved, or you have an open wound that needs to be repaired. And and let's face it, white blood cells, when they are recruited or alerted that there's a problem, it's like an alarm going off in the body. It's like, have you ever heard a tornado alarm or a, or sirens going off? You, you immediately want to take some kind of action. And that's right. the essence of what's going on chemically in our bodies when the, when that is set up. Now, there is another thing that's going on when there's some form of inflammation that comes, let's just fast forward to the term leaky gut. That's actually where your body is inflamed because it has micro-sized holes in your gut that, that gets the stuff that's supposed to stay on the inside, gets it to the outside where the body says that doesn't belong here. It's it considers it a, an invader, much like much like a gaping wound would be. So what begins to happen is that the very things that people are taking to combat the chronic inflammation, the inflammation where the white cells are camping out in the wrong places, 
is actually making the problem worse. Yes. And we have whole techniques, both dietarily and I'm not even sure if that's a word, but I'll tell, I'll say it anyway, dietarily, dietary wise. Uh, and then we actually have physical things that we need to do uh, that we're percussing the, the end stage of inflammation, which is scar tissue, which explains fast forwarding just a little bit, you know, uh, over time, uh, inflammation or uh, chronic inflammation can wreak havoc on the body and risk make uh, long-term health conditions, including heart disease, strokes, cancer, type 2 diabetes, arthritis, bowel diseases, Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis, and so many more. And what you're basically saying then is that those are what we equate to aging. Yes. So people will say at a certain age, I'm getting old because I have those things when there could be something we can do about it. And that's the exciting part. Yes. And it looks to me like when you think of someone that's older, do you ever think of them being, let's say, a few pounds overweight? Oh, yeah. That's just the med weight spread. And unfortunately, it's usually around the middle. Mm -hmm. Which those are the that visceral fat there close to the heart contributes greatly to that. Yes, yes. And so which is which is why when we give one of these ways that you can actually help overcome inflammation, it'll actually make sense what we're saying here. Is we're not we're not necessarily just talking about weight or aging. We're talking about the cells associated with it with it and what they actually manufacture. That creates a long-term inflammation cascade. Gotcha. And, and so what is the problem when we're overweight? Is it that we're just overweight and we're not working out, we're not fit? Or is it the cells themselves? Yes. It's both. Yes. So it's a it's a two-edged sword. Not only are your is your body saying if you don't use it, you lose it. So you, you get less supportive connective tissue in the in the crucial places across joint spaces, but also you lose cardiovascular health and you lose oxygen carrying capacity. But the the cell that persists and gets larger in number, right, or or larger in size, is lipids. Not lipids specifically, but lipid inside your cells called fat cells or adipose tissue. Right, and it turns out that. This right here is what they have des described as these fat cells being actual inflammation machines. They're factories for inflammation. Wow. Right? So Dr. Gangi was actually noting that it's, you know, some people say that, that uh, age-related inflammation may be inevitable, but what if we modify a few factors and control uh, can go a long way in keeping this chronic inflammation cycle in check. That's direct from what Dr. Gangi says. That notes. sounds like stands for health, where small habits yes. can make a great difference in your health. So I like this a lot because we don't want to just present the problem. We want to give you, with a rejuvenation lifestyle, what is something that you can do and be motivated to do that will make a difference. And at the end of the day, 
it is about what you decide to do one bite at a time mm. or one movement at a time and what become your healthy habits one meal at a time mm-hmm. yeah i like that so speaking of that that's actually the the number one thing on the list as to basically what's one of the best ways you can fight inflammation look at what you eat look at your diet three years ago three and a half years ago now we went on an anti-inflammation way of eating and i don't say diet anymore because diet is what you do temporarily to lose weight right most people say i'm going to go on a diet everybody has a diet diet just simply means way of eating And so you don't go on a diet, you choose that what you eat is going to be anti-inflammatory. And so that for us made all the difference after we read Dr. Gundry's book, The Plant Paradox. And this has made such a difference in our lives because we have the list of things we can eat is way longer than the ones that we do not eat. And it's not about weight anymore, although that is essential. But when you're doing anti-inflammatory, it's the foods you're choosing to eat. So what kind of foods should we be eating to be anti-inflammatory? Taking eating more a more plant-based diet has a bit of an asterisk next to it. Because of Dr. Gundry, we look at plants that don't have what are called lectins. Raul, that's it. Shout out to RAO. If you look on the ingredients, it follows that principle because tomatoes did not want to be eaten by the intruders. That would be us. So on their skin, they have the lectins and the seeds are that. So when you buy Raul, RAO, it says, that they're actually peeled. <laughs> they are. And so it's like we buy it at Costco and we're so grateful that, that we can still eat tomatoes. I think, Dr. Rani, there are so many foods that are quote unquote healthy that are giving us leaky gut. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to break people from that. And I, I would say some of the worst culprits are your tomatoes and your cucumbers those are such favorite foods yeah quote unquote healthy foods that are inflammatory so glad we mentioned that first because we do have a let's face it most of our society likes italian food oh or mexican food for that matter if you're working you really can't even be you can't even hold your texas card your texan card for very long if you don't like salsa right there you go just having fun so along with that i'm one of the good cheats that I like that Dr. Gundry says is just make your vegetables, the good ones that you can find without lectins, an excuse to pour a lot of good, healthy fat onto Yes, So your salads, oh my goodness, my my, uh, balsamic vinaigrette, tons of good olive oils and, and then our own type of spices that blends that are not full of MSG. And it's it's a wonderful thing that can begin to happen within your body because you no longer have that level of inflammation and joints no longer hurt. So one of the healthy, we, we've mentioned a few things here, and, and that was a great 
segue to omega-3, 6, yes. or omegas. And, and But, you know, most trans fats, you know, if you're not familiar with what a trans fat is, it's just an overworked oil, seed oil, that ends up in our diet that... Crisco. That it doesn't really belong there. It's yeah. a it's an industrial byproduct. Yes. And if you've heard it heard us say that before, we're saying it again because it bears repeating. That's right. When we say look at your diet, we're literally saying look at the label before you put it in your mouth or before you put it in your bowl or on your plate or for that matter in the grocery cart. Yes. So read it first and you can just start doing that. You don't have to do what we did. Just- we came home from a conference where we were introduced to Dr. Gundry's way of eating and throw away, had to throw away half our pantry. And I love what we, Dr. Rodney says, and apologize to the trash can because of how bad it is for your health. So looking at your diet, if you look at your diet, you should begin, if you don't have leaky gut, you don't have to heal from that, and you, you're not super deficient in, in vitamins, that's another discussion by itself. You got to read the label on the things that you're missing from your, uh, we, we can actually talk about that on a whole nother podcast, but if you don't have the cofactors for some of these things, it may be difficult for you to drop uh, more than five or 10% of your present body weight. However, Five or 10% is really, according to the research here from Dr. Gangi, that's really all, all that you need is modest weight loss. Five or 10% is, is really all you need in order uh, to reduce your inflammatory index. So once again, we're going back to the fact that it isn't all or nothing, which is why we we say begin to make those minor changes and work towards a healthy weight, work towards having less fat reservoirs. This adipose tissue in our bodies does produce inflammatory chemicals. So all of these things seem to really work together and in something that's very cohesive here. And I'm starting to see like a common thread. And I really like what you've said repeatedly in the car, on the way to the office, on the way back from the office, when we're at the grocery store, when we're doing different things. I love our regulars. This are non-negotiables. Are non-negotiables. That we do every day. So be active is the third thing on the list. Not just watching, not just watching uh what you eat looking at the food, looking at the labels, that'll drop your weight and you'll drop the inflammatory pro- pro- uh, producing chemicals. Even if it's modest, it's five or 10%. Being active, that doesn't necessarily mean being a marathon runner. It doesn't necessarily yeah, it's mean- It's not an all or nothing yeah, for sure. I mean, a lot of these folks in the in the blue zones that we've uh, talked about, they they are, they have their, basically their, their subsist- subsistence farming and uh some well, so the ones in in Greece yeah the 100 plus little lady that she has to go chase the goats up the hill to in order to milk them so she can make the goat cheese and so it's a matter of uh, of the way of life that is not just sitting in front of a TV with a remote and some of you out there might actually be close enough to your office and live in an environment that's not super hot 
You can bike to work. You can bike just for fun. Or walk. How about going for a walk in the park? Or swim or dance. Uh Uh-oh, dance? Really? All the embarrassed guys that sit on the side of the of the dance floor and don't dance with anybody because they're too embarrassed. I'm raising my hand. How about high intensity interval training? That's what we do. Does that sound familiar? Uh, What about playing tennis? What's the other one? Uh, Pickleball. Pickleball starting to take its place as one of the most, well, it is the fastest growing sport, uh, leisure sport in America. So we go to a health club several times a week and they have three pickleball courts and they're very active because that's the other part in your activity, if you can share that with someone, like I get to share high intensity interval training with Dr. Rodney every day and or almost every day, except for our Shabbat, our Sabbath. And what we find is that those shared activities make a huge difference. And I love how we've, just by virtue of what we know about HIT, we, we have three different sets and our, we watch our heart level our heart rate go up when we're swimming too. Yes. And then on top of that, so we are fourth set where our heart rate goes up in order to dissipate the heat that's on our bodies and the heat shock proteins that are ignited as a result is we sit in the sauna for 20 minutes twice a week. Yes. So that's that's what we've been doing lately. And, and all of those contribute really to being anti-inflammatory. I love that this does not require anyone to completely change everything in their life, but begin to do something to make a difference. And that's the, that's the message really, isn't it? It is. And, you know, so you hear high intensity interval training and immediately you think that's, that's just way over the top. That's out of my league. I can't do that. Well, I'm going to tell you my story yes, of that. Yes, you can. So it has three levels modified, regular, and advanced. And I am on my seventh year of doing 90% of modified, and I've still had the results. Modifying me- meaning that's less intense than the other two, like the, than the guy that's actually leading the pace, leading the high-intensity interval training session. It's less intense than what he's doing, right? Well, for example, instead of doing a regular jumping jack where you jump up and you land hard on your knees, I just stand there and put the one leg out and then the other leg out and my heart beat, my heart rate still comes up. I get the benefit without the intense pressure. Basically on what you're saying is half speed or yeah. three quarters. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it hasn't ever bothered me that I'm doing that that way. So well, what's the fourth one? Dr. But what we do on a daily basis is pray and we literally are unpacking in prayer. We are unpacking our burdens to God. And forgiving. And forgiving. It's a huge part of what we do. We yes. pray the Lord's Prayer together. That's right. And we're so grateful for all we have, for the life that we have, that we get to talk to you today. That's just amazing. And by choice, we, we live two and a half miles from the office and a mile and a half from church. So we have reduced the stress of traffic, which I know many of you are talking to your fellow drivers and some of you are not being too nice. But what that does is that sets that uh, sympathetic to go, you know, you want to get out there and fight that person who just pulled in front of you. And so that's been something that is so nice as we drive over and see the freeway that's 
bumper to bumper, we're like, ah, we made a good choice. You can make life choices. You are not the victim of your circumstances. You can create the lifestyle that you want. Getting enough sleep is the next subject, but that's actually mentioned in diminishing stress because your adrenals actually, when they're getting a workout, when when most people think of stress, uh, I say that most of us think of cortisol and we think of uh, adrenaline, we think of dopamine, we think of these big, huge chemicals that have this this sensation that we that that you encounter when you're under stress. So you mentioned that that fifth one is make sleep a priority. Yes, and how much sleep and what all that looks like. We have a podcast describing that. Yeah, several in great of them. detail. Yes, and how to get to sleep and what the conditions should be. Here's the thing: make it a priority. In other words, go to sleep at the same time consistently. Your body will get into that rhythm. And spend time outside. Enjoy the creation. Take in what he has created. Because as you do that, it also is going to reduce that danger of obesity. And you know what? Sleep is a gift. Mm, Isn't it? I have no trouble with that. I take a nap every day. Like I said, I love our life. We've chosen it. And you have choices. So as you look at your diet, what you're eating, take a look at the things that the lectins that could be causing problem. Work towards that healthy weight so that you basically are where you need to be. And you want to then move more, be more active, manage your stress, and make the Z's. A priority, not at the end of the of the alphabet. That sounds like a great place to stop today. We are so glad you joined us today on Stance for Health. Once again, talking about ways, practical ways that you can join us in taking your stance for health. By reducing inflammation. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you for joining us at Stands for Health podcast, where getting healthy and staying that way are not as complicated as you might think. Subscribe now and discover steps and small changes that can increase your energy and open the door to vibrant health and longevity. If this podcast has been helpful, please write a review. We'll see you next time.